Hi, and welcome to Seen and Heard. This is Allison Tristo, your community field rep. Today, we'll be talking to Executive Director at CDFR, Denise Molnix, about a grant that they received from the USDA. We have some exciting content, but you guys are definitely going to have to bear with me because this is my first time hosting a podcast. But let's go ahead and get into it. Pacific Gas and Electric is here to remind you that signs keep you safe. Sections of our natural gas transmission pipeline travel underground and beneath agricultural land. For the safety of you, your family, and your employees, pipeline markers are placed to indicate the approximate location of the pipe as a reminder to use extra care. Removing a pipeline marker creates a serious safety hazard. To have additional markers placed or report damaged or missing markers, please call your PG&E account manager or our Agricultural Customer Service Center at 877-311-3276. To learn more, visit www.pge.com agsafety. Remember, signs keep you safe. Hi, folks. Hope you had a great week. It was a pretty fairly active one in dairy markets. Uh, we did have a couple reports this week, starting off on Tuesday. We had a global dairy trade auction out of Oceana. For the most part, most all commodities moved lower in that auction. And once again, China was still on the sidelines. We have not seen them come back um, in any material way yet. Our markets kind of uh, shrugged that auction off for the most part. Uh, we did see nonfat dry milk close lower for the week. It may have been the the biggest hit. We lost three cents to, but still at 154. Uh, butter, however, pushed seven and a quarter cents higher to 321.75, and that was after losing ground on Friday. Uh, over in the cheese space, we saw both blocks and barrels move higher. Uh, blocks up five and a half cents, barrels up two and a half cents. The big news there is the major inverted block barrel spread. Traditionally, we would see blocks running about three cents higher than barrels. Uh, the opposite is true right now with barrels running about 20 cents higher than blocks, and we've been at a pretty long stretch in this situation. Um, it does cause some problems out in the countryside, particularly with cheese manufacturers buying a lot of milk based off the class three price. Uh, but selling their cheese uh, based off the blocks. So um, expectations are that the spread will get remi remedied uh, somehow, probably with some combination of either um, you know barrels moving lower, blocks moving higher, uh, or some combination of the two. We did get a dairy products report as well. Cheese production was relatively flat in August, up just 0.1%. Meanwhile, in butter and nonfat dry milk, we saw production slow, uh, down 2% on butter, down 2.1% on, on powder versus prior year levels. We also got export data. We saw butter exports jump in August. Uh, we were priced fairly competitively back then. That is not the case now uh, with us having some of the highest priced butter in the world. Uh, cheese sales in August uh, were pretty robust at 85 million pounds. That was up 6% over year-ago levels. But we did see nonfat dry milk shipments uh, fall down about 17% from year prior. 
Over on the grain side, um, eyes have been on the freight snarls, um, uh, moving soybeans in particular, uh, a robust South American planting season, all did drag down December soybean meal futures to their lowest levels we've seen since July. Uh, grain inventories may be also mounting uh, due to the large barge backups on the Mississippi River due to the low levels there. Hope you have a great week. Please reach out with any questions. Yosemite Farm Credit is the farmer's choice for agriculture financing. As a farmer-owned cooperative, we are dedicated to serving our neighbors in the agriculture community with financial products and services tailored to your operation and backed with the relationship you can trust. Whether you're purchasing real estate, making improvements to the dairy, or wanting to purchase or lease equipment, we're here to help our members prosper. Visit our website at yosemitefarmcredit.com to find a branch location nearest you. So today we have Denise Molinex on our podcast. So Denise, how are you? Good morning. I'm well, thanks. How are you doing? Good. Let's go ahead and start with you telling us about yourself and your journey in the dairy industry, as well as your current role at CDRF. Sure. So I've been working in the dairy industry for, gosh, about 25 years now. Um, I started right out of college um, with UC Cooperative Extension. Um, and then moved over to Hillmar Cheese Company, where I worked about six years. Um, and then since then, I've really been with the Cali California Dairy Research Foundation. Um, for the first several years, I was um, working in a program that most of the dairymen are all familiar with, which is the California Dairy Quality Assurance Program. And for about the last five years, um, I've actually um, been running the organization as the executive director. So CDRF has gotten a grant from the USDA for a Climate Smart Commodities Project. Can you talk a little bit about that and fill in the dairy farmers on what this grant is and how the idea for this grant came along? Sure. Um, CDRF was really pleased, um, obviously, to accept um, this grant on behalf of really um, the entire um, California dairy community. Um, so when the USDA announced, oh gosh, I think that was back in like February um, earlier this year, that, um, that the secretary was going to be um, giving out a billion dollars to look at climate smart commodities. CDRF really brought the industry together and said, you know, let's put together a project. We've got all kinds of um, things going on in California and a big need for money. Um, and the entire dairy industry really stepped up. This is a collaborative project um, like none other. So, yeah. So how will this benefit the producers? Sure. So this will benefit the producers in several direct ways. So the gist of the grant really um, about 
you know, we've had to make some modifications, but about 90% of the dollars are going to go direct to dairy producers for the implementation of what we're calling advanced manure management practices. Um, so those are practices that address both greenhouse gases as well as um, nitrogen surplus for water quality issues. Um, and the way the grant is structured is we were really pleased because one of the partners is the California Department of Food and Agriculture. Um, and they are going to um, disperse the funds um, through an existing program, which all the producers are familiar with, which is the Alternative Manure Management Program. Um, so um, producers will put forth applications similar to the, what they do for AMMP or the Dairy, Di Dairy Digester Funds, um, and then they'll be competitively selected um, for the implementation of practices on farm. Got it. Can you kind of speak on some of the requirements that a, dairy a dairyman must meet in order to apply for the application? Yeah, so the requirements are really going to be very similar um, to the existing programs. Um, that's one of the things that we felt was a huge benefit with our project is that we have so many great programs um, going on in California and one being this program through CDFA that we could really hit the ground running. Um, so producers will um, be able to receive up to $1,000 per cow um, with a $1.5 million cap on that um, direct from the USDA funding. Um, and then they will also be eligible to receive a cost match from CDFA for up to 750,000, similar to their existing programs. So that means that an individual dairy um, could receive up to $2.25 um, to put forth um, towards the, um, you know, implementation of these practices. And we all know that they're expensive, um, but I think this will go a long way to assisting producers um, in, you know, getting those practices on farm. That's awesome. So what technologies will this funding try to advance? So again, we're really um, looking to encourage the implementation of practices that reduce both greenhouse gases as well as address um, water quality or the nitrogen surplus um, issue. So um, we've identified a handful of um, technologies or practices um, specifically in the grant, but we're open to um, additional practices as producers, um, be, you know, in the industry sort of become aware of them. So things specifically um, that are included are things like vermifiltration, things like algae raceways with the moving bed, um, biofilm reactor, things like advanced flocculent-based um, solid, solid separation, um, and even things like, you know, maybe uh, composting in um, aerated static composting. So how will the funding be distributed to the dairy producers? So again, it really will go through um, CDFA very similar to an AMMP project or a dairy digester project through that competitive process. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the producers? 
Yeah, um, actually, you know, there's several components to this grant. So obviously the huge um, chunk of it is going to be dedicated to just getting practices and technologies on farm. But in addition to that, there's a large component for um, monitoring for quantification and verification out on the dairies. So um, we've included um, a really robust team through the UC to come out and um, do their hardcore research out on those facilities um, and take a look at what the reductions actually are, um, what's happening on the um, nitrogen balance side. And so then we're also going to be able to take that information and not only report it back to direct to those producers, um, as well as for the reporting requirements for the grant, but obviously that that information is going to be very useful to dairy producers as well. So there's also a huge outreach and education component um, where we'll actually be having things like, you know, demonstration days and field days, um, you know, doing things like webinars and making videos so that producers will have access to these information. These are really what we would consider like full scale pilot projects, right? We want to get them here in California under our operating conditions so we can study them, we can learn about them, um, and then additional producers that are interested in them, um, if they fit into their facilities operating conditions, um, can consider implementing them as well. This seems like an awesome grant for the dairy producers to be able to apply for. It really is. Um, it's just a fantastic grant all the way around um, for all of California dairy. Um, we think that we'll be able to provide funding for somewhere over 50 dairy producers. So that's quite a number of dairy producers that will be able to directly benefit um, from these funds. Um, in addition to all the benefits, like I said, that we'll get from the research and the outreach and the learning that will take place in here as well. Um, another component of this grant um, is that connection to the marketplace, which obviously we all know is an extremely important one. Um, and so I'll be honest, you know, we People don't have that all figured out yet, um, but there needs to be a way where dairy producers can benefit from the marketplace from implementing these practices. And this grant um, includes a component of that. We have the California Milk Advisory Board that will be um, conducting what they call a consumer market analysis, um, just looking at what resonates with consumers in terms of marketing these type of products. Um, and we also have a major processor in CDI um, and some of the folks that they, on the retail side, um, that they have relationships with, like Challenge Butter and Nestle and others um, that are all interested in trying to set up some type of a program where you know we could market these products as climate smart products that that way we can bring that back and the dairy producers can benefit um, directly on the farm which is you know very very important we know in the short term um, that there will need to be quite a bit of incentives provided for dairy producers to implement these types of practices. But long term, we should be able to benefit um, in the marketplace from those as well. Dairy producers should be um, you know, receiving those dollars. What's happening currently with digesters is that oftentimes for that facility or for um, the benefits to come back, you know, um, those credits are being sold as LCFS credits and those um, then are going to other industries, right? 
um, where this type of a project, um, what we're looking at doing is kind of showcasing what insetting might be, right? So let's keep those credits in the dairy um, food chain and in the value chain so it, we can benefit at the dairy level, we can benefit at the processor level and the retailer level all throughout um, the dairy um, value chain. Definitely, this is a great way to push forward in uh, solving this dairy issue. And um, is there anything else you would like to say? Or I would just say that you know California has um, been investing in sustainability improvements, water quality improvements, greenhouse gas reductions. We have come a lot of way, a long way, um, and really made some great um, gains, and are far out in front of the rest of the nation. Um, and now that others are focusing on these issues um, and the USDA is making funding available, other entities are making funding available, we're going to continue watching these. Um, you know, we want to get additional funds into California. We know um, that our producers are extremely innovative. They're leaders within the industry. Um, and we think that, you know, those dollars ought to be coming here so our dairy producers can benefit from them and so we can all learn with them. Well, thank you, Denise. It was really nice to have you on here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the time. Did you know that you can turn your dairy manure into cash? Bennett Environmental is offering above ground dairy digesters at no cost to you. These systems can also remove nitrates from your lagoons to help you comply with water board regulations. Our proven above ground technology will generate income for your dairy into the foreseeable future. Because we truck the renewable natural gas off site, your dairy can profit regardless of your location. Bennett Environmental, turning your wastewater liabilities into sustainable assets. Learn more at bennett-environmental.com. Are you tired of hearing that the main way to save water is fallowing? Are you tired of seeing articles about how alfalfa and corn waste water? At Common Good Water, we combine the best-in-class subsurface drip system and precision crop management services, including pest control. Our verification program qualifies for public funding, and we want to help you continue farming in California. Contact your groundwater sustainability agency and ask how you can work with Common Good Water. Visit commongoodwater.com. Thanks again for coming on the podcast, Denise, and thanks to those who are listening. You can always subscribe to the channel to get notifications when a new episode releases. If you have any questions or even recommendations as to what you want to hear on the podcast, you can contact me by email. My email is A-L-L-I-S-O-N at wudairies.com or you can call or text me at 559-920-2218. Have a good rest of your week. Thank you to the Western United Dairies generous business sponsors, the Morning Star Company, Holt of California, Farm Credit Alliance, PG&E, Arata, Swingle, Van Egmond and Goodwin Law Offices, Yosemite Farm Credit, F&R Ag Services, Moss Energy Works, California Dairy Magazine, Bennett Environmental, and Common Good Water. We appreciate our sponsors and thank them for their continued support. While Western United Dairies respects the varied views of our guests, please note that the opinions expressed in the Seen and Heard podcast may not necessarily reflect the positions of the Western United Dairies Board of Directors or our sponsors. If you would like more information on how to sponsor Western United Dairies or this podcast, please send us an email at info at wudairies.com.